Good evening and welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Today is Wednesday, December 3rd, 2014. Good evening, Eddie. How are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, doing great. I'm you don't have the mumps, do you? No, I don't have the mumps yet. <laughs> no uh, mumps, no tuberculosis, no, TB, <laughs> no plague, yeah. no polio. Ty- typhoid Tanner over there. Given everything. Is it official that Dan Boyle has uh, mumps yet? No, he's just got flu-like symptoms. But yeah. leave it to the NHL. Leave it to the NHL to resurrect the mumps. Right. <laughs> leave it to that league to find to find an illness that nobody's had in forty years and resurrect it. Now it's running through the league, like like VD. <clears throat> yeah. And leave uh... it to Tanner Glass of all people to catch the mumps. What a t- yeah. it's about all these <laughs> talent <totally>. wasted. <laughs> you hate to see talent wasted. Oh God. I mean the fourth line, I mean for you know, I don't want to judge it on two Philly games in that Tampa game, but the fourth line looked the best it's ever been since he's been out. And a month was the best thing that ever happened to him. Except they gave it to freaking Dan Boyle, which uh that part of it isn't. I wasn't. I wasn't hit with that. Well, they got well, Tanner Glass well, in isolation, and uh, the latest on nine. on <laughs> yeah, Bubble Boy, <laughs> and uh, and I guess they they sent Boyle home with flu-like symptoms. Only you think about when I think of the mumps is is. Uh, you know, like you'd see on those old cartoons, and we've even posted a couple of pictures of it in the Facebook group of somebody with the bandage around their head tied in a knot on top of their, <laughs> top yeah, of the their head. Yeah, the little rascals. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. The mumps. I mean, it's a stupid name to begin with. When was the last time you heard anybody getting the mumps? I just like the way you say mumps. 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 I mean, who gets the bumps? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, that is a weird thing. You know, that uh, everybody gets uh, an NHL. Even they get an outdated... Uh, yeah, it's, that's what I mean. Leave it to the NHL to resurrect a 40-year-old dormant virus. Close to saying no, uh, no audio. I don't know if he's just... Uh, 
Maybe he's got cheesecake in his ears. I don't know what's going on with that kid. <laughs> uh, everybody else, see, I, I'm not getting that from anybody else. Although you well, did kick me out of the chat room. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the hell. That's okay. That's all right. No worries. I, I I'm getting get back the in original, there now. I couldn't get the original chat to work. It was loading and then whatever. Oh, I, I see. I, I opened moderator chat. Well, let, let's get down to it. Let's get down to the skinny. Let's get dig deep, so to speak. Let's get into the underbelly, the crux of the why the Rangers can't beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> the I Rowdies. I don't think, yeah, I don't even beat anybody from Tampa Bay right now. Tampa Bay Rowdies, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know, an arena football team. And I don't want to see. They, they, they poke their heads out again. The range of fans that have been on the rocks for years and years and don't actually watch the games. They just have the Prairie Doggers. Yeah, they have some kind of agenda that when the Rangers lose, they can pop up and just start spewing stuff that doesn't even correlate to why the Rangers lost. And I know you're going to go there, and I'm going to go there as far as some criticisms with the witticisms that we're going to spew. But I don't want to hear... The Rangers are too soft every time they lose a tough game. The Rangers are not too soft. And you know what it is? That wasn't the reason they lost. I think any of us, I know the people here at the Blue Shirt Underground, they watch the games intently. They pay attention to the details. We are detail-oriented people when it comes to watching our Rangers. We see the stuff that the other goofuses miss. And I'm really getting disheartened with the Ranger fan. I'm becoming an elitist. I'm, I really only think that, the, that 20% of the Ranger fans know what the hell is going on with this team. And the other 80% are just dumb. That's right. I'm down on my fellow fans. But we hope you'll all be at the viewing party December 20th. No, anybody in this family, anybody in the Blue Shirt Underground family, and there are other people around too. I'm not just saying this, but come on, guys. There are a lot of dummies out there that don't know what the hell is going on with this team. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't want to uh, espouse how... Uh, you know, uh, my, my Cassandra complex here is I'm throwing a lot of different words around right now. And I don't want to say in the beginning of the season, I think we all agreed this was going to be a transition season for the Rangers because of all the new bodies and the new, uh, new names and faces, and especially on defense. And Lord Almighty, that defense including the goaltender, <gasps> were <gasps> awful. Awful. How dare you? How dare you? That You're not a real fan. That was the worst defensive performance 
by a unit of the Rangers defenseman in since before Tortorella. Decades. Including the, including the goaltender. Decades. <laughs> As John F. Kennedy would say. How dare you criticize the goaltender? How dare you? How oh, dare you? Come on, on. You know I'm what I love? Sorry. When he, oh, go <laughs> you, ahead. Uh, now nah, go ahead. You finish. I'll get to mine. <laughs> you, well, I mean, you're on a good roll here. I like it. I mean, let's you know, let's just let's just call it what it is. Exactly. If the goaltender plays bad, he plays badly. It doesn't mean that we're gonna we're gonna hang him on the cross and want to crucify him, and we're not thankful for everything that he's done. But when you're awful, you're awful. That's it. We're going to call it what it is. And if you don't like it, and you think, now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not ready to put the straight jacket on and say, let's play Cam Talbot every game like some of these morons. But I will say this. When a guy stinks the joint up, he stinks the joint up. And Mr. Shampoo, (laughs) was head and shoulders the worst player on the ice, practically. And that's saying something, because I don't want John Moore make a four-foot pass to Ryan McDonough after they killed a five-on-three penalty in the second period. I mean, what a tremendous penalty kill. And then McDonough soils the sheets. He gives it away because he, he didn't know what the hell to do. It was like a grenade. <laughs> And right there, they tie the game 3-3. Crusher. Talk about a crusher. You can feel the life sucked right out of that building. And, you know, going back to Mr. Head and Shoulders, (laughs) that goal he gave up to Brett Connolly? you got to be kidding me. Which one? Like, the one the blue line, practically. The first one. I mean, he made a nice move, but the shot was like 75 feet from, I mean, it was inside the blue line, give it a break. He was not good, and I'm sorry. We're not here to, you know, feed you people pavlum because you know it. We stood here and said, well, you know, Henry had a rough game, and you know, he didn't get much help from the defense. And, you know, listen, he, he'll turn it around. Yeah, he probably will turn it around. But right now he stinks. He better turn it around. That was an important game. They should have won that game, Jim. And then these stupid-ass Buccaneers rowdies, they go out and they lose to Buffalo the next night. Give it a break. Yeah. Can't <laughs> two, two, one goal. You get one goal against the Sabres. They lose to the nine and thirteen Sabres. Brett Connolly. McDonough. I know he's gotta be rusty, but he is playing subpar. John Moore. Terrible. Girardi. It was a minus three in that game. He did not play well. He did not play well. I thought the Rangers forwards played pretty well. 
And that second, they were, Ben Bishop again. I mean, they can't beat this guy. Just forget it. He's well, got those Bob's uh, Bob's furniture pads or whatever he's got in there. <laughs> he's making spectacular save after spectacular save. Our guy can't stop a beach ball with a boat or. You know, I can't even. I'm. The forwards put up three on Ben Bishop the other day. If you got a world class goaltender in goal and he plays the way he's supposed to play, then you should win the game. That's it. That's it. End of story. If your forwards put up three, you should win with a world class goaltender, an $8 million goaltender, you should win the game. End of story. Don't show me any advanced stats. Don't don't give me any, don't blame the defense. Because nobody lauded the defense when he won a visitor. He won that by himself. He has carried this team. That's all I hear. He's carried this team for 10 years or eight, however long he's eight years now, whatever it is. He's carried this team. So he is the king, the king. He wants to pose with his crown. Well, you know what? It's a little lonely at the top sometimes. If you're not going to credit the defense when you win the Divesna, then the cheese stands alone when you lose. And he was terrible the other night. Terrible. Five goals on 14 shots. Don't and you know what you know what somebody told me? So I don't remember who it was. And if it's a good friend of the show who said it, I apologize. But somebody said, Well, they're high percentage shots. Well, doesn't he get paid to make high percentage saves? I don't care where they're shooting from. That Ben Bishop came up big. I seen him making big save after big save. So don't you know. He wants to be the king of New York. He's got to take his lumps. There was no credit given to the defense that played in front of him under Tortorella. All those shots they blocked. It was all about how many saves he made. It was all about his award. It was all about he's the best in the league. It was all about everything. But now when he stinks, it's the defense's fault. I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. Because three of those defensemen have been in front of him for at least four seasons. Granted, they are not playing well defensively, but he is supposed to be the best goaltender in the league. That's what his that's what this fan base keeps telling me. They love to tell me that. They want to tell me that every time he pitches a shutout, but when he gives up six goals, it's the defense's fault. The defense gives gets absolutely zero credit when he pitches a shutout. But they get all the blame when he gives up six goals. Do not take this as Henrik Lundqvist hatred. It is Henrik Lundqvist honesty. You want to be a you want to be a fanboy? Go be a fanboy. I'm an honest fan. I'm an optimistic fan. I'm a realistic fan. When he doesn't play well, I'm going to tell you he's not playing well. He's given up four goals, I think, uh, six times already this year, and five goals, I think, twice. I forget the exact numbers, but it's not good. It's not good. And don't tell me it's all the defense because I'm not buying it. I'm not going to pin this all on on Michael Kotzka or, or uh, Matt Hunwick or or Ryan McDonough's injury. I'm not buying it. They're high percentage shots. Okay. <laughs> ben Bishop seems to make, uh, I'm told all the Rangers do is shoot into Ben Bishop's stomach. Okay. He seemed to make some pretty good saves the other night. I'm just not buying it. That it's, that it's all the defense's fault when he gives up five, six goals. Now, again, I have to repeat because you have to make a hundred caveats when you dare criticize this man. Do I believe I mean, he will turn it around? Absolutely. Did we see this last year? Yes, we did. Did he get better last year? Yes, he did. Did he certainly lead them to the Stanley Cup finals? 
Absolutely. Now that I'm done filleting him and have taken the load, I'm going to spit it back out and tell you that he has stunk for parts of this season. And he will admit it as well. I'm done. <laughs> I, I don't think that even has to be Is Eddie still with me? I don't know. What happened to me? Did I lose Eddie? Huh. Can't find Eddie. Huh. No Eddie. No filleting and no taking loads on this program, Jim. We lost Eddie. Huh. All right. Eddie, call back in. Let's bring, uh, let's see, who's been holding the longest? We'll bring somebody on to. Rock, what's going on? What's going on, Jim? How's everything? Rock? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, boy. Rock, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can't get anybody on the switchboard. I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello? Can you guys hear me in the chat room? Hello? Let me know in the chat room if you guys can hear me. All right. You got, well, uh, Howie, you're on the phone. Can you hear me? Can you, <laughs> Howie, I know you can hear me over the phone. Can you guys in the chat room hear me? You can hear Rock. I can't hear Rock. Well, that's interesting. All right. <laughs> I don't know where, fuck. It's three weeks in a row now. This is, this is, this stupid thing is fucked up on me. Crazy. Hello? All right, who's here with me? I'm back. I had to hang up and call back in. Rock, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, hey, Jim, what's going on? How are you? Oh, three weeks. <laughs> of the, well, Blog Talk took away. Okay, let me just explain this for those of you that are listening and wonder why this has happened now three weeks in a row. I used to be able to go to our switchboard that we used to operate the entire show, and I could click a button with the Skype logo on it, and it would Skype me right into the show. Well, the Blog Talk has taken that away, and now they want us to use their own direct connect feature. I've used it three weeks in a row and all three weeks it's cut me off in the middle of the show. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I lost Eddie. Eddie's back. Eddie, are you there? I'm back. Yes. Fan fucking tastic. All right. Rock is here with us uh right, three weeks in on? a row now. But before Rock what's going on go, what's going on? Let me tell you, Rock, let me tell you, Jim. No more you don't have to do any caveats, Dick Cavitz, whatever you got to do about Henry Parkwood. When he stinks, he stinks, he stinks. We're not afraid to say it here. All right, Rob. No, I, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. And uh, this is, again, it's like deja vu all over again with uh, his, the way he starts the season. And, and it seems like, again, it's the, uh, the, the Ranger way, the Lundquist way of, of starting a season where um, – He's just letting everything in, and uh, you know, uh, it's either it's, it's it's weird. It's either it's a shutout or it's you know five goals against. I mean, there's nearly nothing in between. And then I was just telling a friend the other night, this team does not win three to two with three one or or two one games anymore. It's either you know blowouts, you know, or it's it's a shutout. I mean, it, it, there's really no there's it's either run and gun or it, or it's it's a shutout and and you know they're not winning these close games i mean they're 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 taking leads into the third period they're coughing them up they're coming back and it's it's very strange to see a rangers team that now is able to put up three and four goals a game but can't keep the puck out of their net 
you know, and and for all it all for all it said about you know the the, the Conley goal, which I believe was the fourth the fourth goal the other night. What the hell was Mark Stoll doing? I mean, he looked ridiculous on that play. I mean, he, Brett Conley made made him look like he was Michael Koska, the way he the way he moved back and forth and basically danced that you know danced yep. all out of his freaking pants. It, it just where, 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 I want to know what happened to this defensive core in in one year. Are they tired? Are they overworked? Has age caught up to some of these guys? Are they hurt? Are they just I, or are they just feel that they can sleepwalk through the friggin' regular season? I, to me. You know, it's Lundqvist is a huge problem, but again, defense is is in itself been dreadful as well. Yeah, I mean, collectively, from the goaltender, if you and you count the defenseman, I thought that was one of the worst games I've ever seen. I mean, John Moore stunk, McDonough stunk. Uh, I don't know if he's got captainitis, if he's afraid of being captain. Uh, it may so be. Brian Leach all over again, because when Brian Leach wore that captaincy, he was not the same guy. And, well, uh, you know, I was thinking about McDonough, and I, I seem to remember he got off to a pretty slow start last year. So, and then, you know, he settled down, and I think, um, so, uh, you know, with the injury this year, I'm going to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Right. Oh, by the way, in case, you're, in case you, uh, Henrik Lundqvist is 30th in the league in goals against but that's only that stat's only relevant when it's a, when it's good. So I'll throw this one in. He's thirty first in the league in save percentage. I know. I know. Your, your, your goals against average. If you're a goaltender, that only that's only relevant if it's good. It's like a plus minus. If you're a plus ten, everybody says, "Oh, look at this guy. He's a plus 10. If he's a minus ten, then it's oh, that stat doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, I they were goals against. It's been horrible. It's been horrible. I, I've said it all year. I mean, those shots. And you know, shots going over his shoulder are, are have always been a problem, but they've seemed to been be ultra ultra magnified this season. And the fact that the guy can't they can't he can't stop two goals in a shootout anymore. I mean, they can't he can't stop two goals. The Rangers score one, he gives up two. So unless the Rangers score three, they're not they're not they're in, you know, they're not winning the shootouts anymore. So I don't know if the book is out on him. I don't know if he's just having a rough start. But yeah, I, I agree with you. He's he's having he's definitely having uh, a very similar start to the season as he did last year. So let's just hope that you know it's uh, the, 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 the bottom's out. I mean, because at least in the shootouts, he was you know he still was good. He can't stop anything in a shootout now. And I'll tell you I mean, what, what makes things worse is the fucking Islanders are playing so goddamn well, and I think that just matches they never lose. I try to put it out of my mind. I just look at the scoreboard. <laughs> I go, oh, they want to go. I forget it. No pressure. Well, that's amazing. It's amazing when you have absolutely nothing to nothing to lose. How easy it is to play. And that's really what it what it comes down to with that team. They absolutely they're, they're the least important, most important person in uh, team in New York. And it's amazing when uh, there's absolutely no expectations how well teams play. And uh, I just I always found that about that team when the expectations are low. Let's see now the second half of the season. I'll be very, very interested to see what happens with them. Well, anyway, that I think they're going through some injuries now. I think Johnny Boychuk's out for a yeah, while. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, so. And, but anyway. get back to the Rangers. I just, uh, I mean, they had that Tampa game. Don't tell me they didn't have that Tampa game. They had it. 
They were up 3-2. They killed that five on three. And, oh, Rock, you were at that game, right? Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it was, uh, it was, uh, the, the life was sucked out of that building. It couldn't have been better when they killed the five on three. And then, you know, then McDonough can't clear the puck. Um, John Moore's what he is. I mean, listen, I mean, you, this team may be very different next year. And it, it, it just goes to show you, you know, as much as we kind of, I, I don't think we discarded Anton Strowman. But we didn't. We thought he was replaceable, me included. It's amazing how how well he's played, and how much this team has missed him this year, because they have not been able to replace him on that second pairing. Um, Kevin Klein has probably been their best defenseman, um, consistent defenseman this season. But uh, you know, when everyone else has regressed this year, it, it, it's a tough pill to swallow when when you when you lose a guy who's been that steady. You know, back there for you for so for you know for this last few years, but it's it's strange. It's a very strange season because you're you're just ready to like start getting excited about the team. I mean, they, they blow out the Penguins and then they lose too. They blow out the the Canadians and they lose. And it's like just just when you're ready to think that they've turned the corner, they have another shit show. You know, it's really it's very difficult to put a read on this team. So I don't I don't really don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do and. I, and I'll tell you, I think a lot of guys are, are, are very nervous about their contracts. And I think Zuccarello's one of them, and I think Stoll's the other, because both of them have looked like a shell of themselves um, in comparison to last yes. season. Yes, I, I definitely agree with you that. I did with is that. Hank worried about Stoll's contract? Is that what is that what his problem is? Oh, no, listen, I, listen, I, could, I, could, <laughs> can't, I, can't, I can't help you with that one. I, I can't fail him out of that. He's an horrible. Hank's worried about Zuccarello's contract. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe. Maybe worried about Zuccarello's contract, but who knows? I mean, it, it's uh, it's just a strange season. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and apologize for anybody. I think I think that the, the Lundquist has been horrible, and I think the defense has been bad. You know, I mean, uh, there's really nothing. You can't defend them. You really can't. There's well, really it, nothing it's to defend. Like, it's almost like they, they play – they look like world. Uh, everybody looks like world beaters against the Flyers because they, 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 they're terrible. And then they, they kind of step up in class against Tampa and they lose. And and, and it's getting to be annoying that the Rangers start to get on a roll. Play Tampa, lose. You know, play somebody respectable and lose. It's the same team who beat the Canadians. Same team that uh, you know beaten some teams this year and lost to Edmonton and the Leafs twice. It's very inconsistent, and it doesn't bode mm-hmm. well for it, the playoffs if they can't get this thing straightened out. Now, since you were in the building, mm-hmm. you missed Sam Rosen's call of that back-breaking goal that made it 3-3. So <laughs> I am going to provide you with that little ditty. Four seconds of pure gold. Here it is. Around the net, Johnson. That went in. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. That went in. That's why it's paying wow. the big bucks. He's the best. I don't know. I still rather listen to him than John Monotone. So um, anybody but that guy. Yeah. It's the. It's the. I guess the worst of two evils. But you know, listen. It, it is what it is. 
I mean, I, I just think that until they can figure out a way to win these close games and, and be able to to step up defensively and hold on to a friggin' lead. I mean, they've had leads. Uh, How many games this season leads. had leads going into the third period and have not been able to hold them? Uh, and then where, where would they have been? The one thing I will say is that they did come back against Minnesota and they did come back against Jersey. But, you know, what about the games where they're, they're winning in the third period? And those are the games where, you know, you, it was a foregone conclusion, you know, for the last couple of seasons well, they were winning that game. Who do you count on when you're up to one goal or two goals in the third period? Your goaltender and your defenseman. It's it's been it's just it's been a very very strange season so far with everything that's gone on and uh, and I also think that their penalty kill has been dreadful. It's killed them this season. It's killed their momentum. I don't know where their stats fall as far as penalty killing is concerned. But their penalty killing has killed them this year. It has not been half as good as it was last year or, or, or the previous years. And I think a lot of it has to do with them not being able to win face-offs. But Terrible. You know that. Awful. So, yeah. Disgusting. It's, 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 it just Margaret hasn't been that. Margaret Hurley is uh, having an aneurysm every night about how bad the French face-offs are. <laughs> I couldn't win a face-off against Jim. <laughs> what I will say about Stefan though is he has put up some points. So I will give oh, him okay. he has played well. Yeah, he can't win a face up for his life, but you know, that's nothing new. But as far as his production, his production's been fantastic. I mean he's he's really come in and really played well for them so far. Uh, Martin uh, Saint Louis. Martin yeah. Saint Louis. Ten goals? Yeah. I mean he's Well he was playing out of position though for the first month of the season. He was playing center and he's yeah, kind of been lost on I that. mean this isn't the guy that we got at the end of the tail last year. He certainly has gelled with the team, and, uh, you know, I know I have this disillusionment that he's going to stay in New York for a real cheap price next year, but that's just me. I like to. And how about uh, Jasper Fast getting his first goal? He's played well. He's played well. J.C. Miller always seems to play well against Philly, which uh, is interesting. Uh, he's a one-game one. Game one. He'll play one game good, and then you don't notice him after. After that, well, I also now, think that he's just not one of Vigneault's type of players, and he does one thing wrong, and he's sitting the pine. Meanwhile, guys make mistake after mistake after mistake, and he keeps popping them out there. Yeah, he gets diphtheria to get taken out of the lineup. You know, it's funny, and, and I want to I want to piggyback something you guys said before about the mumps. I didn't even I thought they had a vaccine for that. I don't know. You could get the mumps anymore. They. So is that, do you get vaccinated for that with polio and, and the smallpox? Yeah, my I asked my wife about that because she's the medical expert. She watches all those shows. And she said that the, uh, the MMR vaccine has got the – yeah, the MMR vaccine is an immunization vaccine against measles, mumps, and rubella. Rubella, there's another one you haven't heard of. And the measles, there's another one. That'll be the next one running around the NHL. Everybody will have the measles. How do professional athletes get the fuck get the freaking mumps? It's beyond me. And, <laughs> and one, one guy great. all over the it's NHL, great. different teams that are getting them. Well, I the Ducks had a couple of guys, guys with the mumps. Yeah. yeah the mumps. had guys had the mumps. I yeah. mean, I don't get it. I'm, I'm the professional like, athletes. Like Frankie said, how can a guy get the flu? Why don't they give the guy a flu shot? Why don't they get these guys vaccinated? Ah. 
Can't they go to Walgreens and get a flu shot? <laughs> we're going to be all lined up at schools again getting mump shots like the 70s with the swine flu. I know. Yeah. I, I, I remember getting vaccinated for the mumps. I, I remember that was one of the things that we definitely got vaccinated for. So to me, I can't understand how professional athletes will make millions of dollars or not properly They every physical thing. They, they, you know, they, they're, you know, they tested how much oxygen they got in their blood. They don't give them a freaking flu shot. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, Tanner Glass can be have the mumps for the rest of the next three years. Hmm. So I, I could care yeah. less. He yeah, could have long term. As far mumps. as I'm concerned, but if Dan Boyle has the mumps or, or or someone else who is actually worth something to the team, you know, you don't want that going right either. So I'm just saying, I, I just don't get it. I think that makes absolutely. He's got Legion ass disease. <laughs> 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 All right, Rock. Listen, we're gonna run. We got a whole bunch All of calls right, on hold. Right, we'll boy. talk to you soon. Uh, Thanks for uh, sticking with us through the through the problems there. Yeah, any anytime, guys. Have All a right, night. talk to you later. Thanks, Bye. 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 So I had mentioned to Rock about Jesper Foss' goal. Yes. And uh, now, when you saw that game, it was against the Flyers, right? Um. Uh. What? Well, he's got two goals now. Another one against. Right. Uh, Tampa. The, the lightning? Yeah. So when you saw the first goal, what what feed were you watching? Uh, Rangers. Rangers well, yes. That was against the – well, that wasn't the uh, – game against uh, the Flyers. That wasn't the Thanksgiving game, was it? Yeah. With the Thanksgiving game not played on Thanksgiving? Or that it would have been the NBC feed? Wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. It was the Saturday game. The Saturday game. Okay. Then I had Sam and Joe. Okay. I have to play this clip. Go ahead. Fine. You know what? Blocked by. And that shot is in. <laughs> Quick shot. I remember that. Yes, for Foss with his first NHL goal. Well, they call him Quickie in the locker room. <laughs> you hear Joe at the end? Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's the best part. It's Joe at the end. Ooh. <laughs> Play it again. They call him Quickie in the locker room. Quick shot blocked by. And that shot is in. <laughs> Quick shot. Jesper <laughs> Foss with his first NHL goal. Well, they call him Quickie in the locker room. <laughs> they call him Quickie in the locker room. But this guy's first goal, and he's got to like maybe want to show his family back home, and he gets this call. Klein blocked, and it's <laughs> Klein shot blocked by. And that shot is in. Quick <laughs> shot. Jesper Faust with his first NHL goal. Well, they call him Quickie in the locker room. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my. Yes. Oh my. Oh my. I thought the fourth lines looked better 
Fast and Dom Moore. And I wasn't happy to Anthony Duclair. I feel like they you're either going to play the kid or you're not going to play the kid. You should have sent them back to juniors. So. <laughs> I'm laughing at I'm laughing at Joe yeah. Catroni. <laughs> Jeff. 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 Connie used to. <laughs> I'm calling Billy. I want a quickie tonight. <laughs> I got I got Lola Falana in the back of a taxi. She called me quickie. <laughs> 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 uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. That's, yeah, it. that's it. That's it. That's the response to everything. Like, ooh. <laughs> we got to have that. <laughs> ooh. 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 How'd you get that so fast? Ooh. I had that. I knew you would like Oh, that you had that one. ready. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I had that ready. Ooh. Oh, you. <laughs> Oh, that's what makes this such a great radio show, folks. He he knew I would go. Ooh. He knew I would I would love that. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's great. What's wrong with that idiot? What the fuck is wrong with these idiots that are doing that? <laughs> Oh, I hope they never retire. <laughs> never, yeah, ever, ever. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry did, to agree with you. Did you hear uh when they did the they did the trivia question? They did a trivia question in the Saturday game against the Flyers about Cam Talbot. And the trivia question was that he was the first or he was only uh, there are only two other goaltenders in Ranger history. I think this was the trivia question. There were only other there were only two other goaltenders in Ranger history that had shut out the Flyers twice. I think that was the question. And who were they? And. And Sam says, you know, he says, well, Joe, you have a guess? And Joe says, well, I think I think one of the goaltenders, I think it might have happened before I was born. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you idiot. Do you know that the Flyers have only been around, have been around since 1967? Exactly, you moron. And then he corrected himself. He corrected himself like the next period. He's like, oh, I didn't realize it was the Flyers or, you know, I'm an idiot. Or say, you know, he even said it was pretty stupid, but I was laughing. I was like. And I was completely wrong on that on that trivia answer, by the way. Steve Valakat, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, before you get to, to we go to the phones, I got another phone right. to pick. All right. With this this fat headed Irishman Brian Burke. Ooh. You see this? Brian Burke is about the range we, too small. We were too small to win the Stanley Cup. Ooh. Brian Burke. What the hell have you done lately? Burke went yeah. on to say that size and toughs are not optional in the West. And apparently uh, you can't win. Well, I'd like to tell Mr. Bryant Burke, yeah, we went down pretty fast. <laughs> but the four games that Los Angeles won, one was in overtime, two were in double overtime, and the other game was a one-goal lead, uh, win. So don't tell me we couldn't compete. I think, yes, in the end, they did wear down the Rangers. The problem with the Rangers, they couldn't score. They had a power outage in that, in that Stanley Cup, and they had a power outage. Rick Nash was doing nothing. 
Lucky bounce, maybe they win a couple games. Don't give me. What is Brian Burke? What have you done? You son of a bitch. You come in. What is it even pertinent now? This is the same moron that gave uh, Mike Tomasarek a five year, $22.5 million contract. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I mean, uh, not, not one of your more. You like that one, huh? Ooh. Oh, I love it. That is spectacular. That's hey, right up there with Daddy. <laughs> I mean, why do you even go there? I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just annoying. It's just annoying when somebody else has got to go with this. There to be. LA's a good team, man. They were rolling four lines, all of them. Look at Tyler Toffoli tearing it up. He was on the fourth line in that series this year. So, Brian Burke, shut your mouth. Fathead. All right. Let's go to the phones. All right. Ooh. Back, back to the phones we go. 631-678. I think this is Margaret. You got that right. Hello, Margaret. Hello, listen, are you are you ranking out my uh my husband's no. look alike here, Brian Burke? I Come love on, your take, husband. Take I'm some take some constructive criticism. He's absolutely right. I just went through this with oh. Phil on, on on Facebook and the deal is we do not have any big center. We don't have really big forwards except for Nash. And Nash isn't going to hit anybody. If we're Kevin playing Hayes team... Pardon? Kevin Hayes isn't big? He's big, but he's... How many more... We need more big guys. I love Marty St. Louis, and I love Zuccarello, but damn it, they can get tossed off the puck. You, you, you can blow on them, and they fall down. They're little guys. I'm not saying we need a bunch of giants. We need a solid first-line center, and we don't have one. We need a big body up there. And the other thing is, and, and Eddie was absolutely right, uh, I am having aneurysms about the face-offs. I, I went to the game, I uh, went to the Montreal game, and I went to the Flyer game at the Garden, Okay. And I'm watching the Rangers get power play after power play. And I'm watching them lose the first minute of the power play because they can't get out of their own zone because they can't win a goddamn face-off. So that's why I'm having an aneurysm because I'm seeing this stuff live. The seats where I sit in the West Balcony are great for that because you see the play come at you. And, and you're up high. You can see everything. I feel like I'm up in that little bird's, bird's eye like uh, Sather, except I don't, uh, I don't keep cigars in my mouth. But... Anyway, <laughs> that's my yeah. beef. I want I want some size in the center. You're only as good as you are deep at center, and the Rangers are not deep at center. And as far as bigness goes, you know, what are the Rangers afraid of? You know, both of the games that I saw them play Tampa, nobody put a hand on Ryan Callahan. For Christ's sake, we have never got him. Where's the son of a bitch called Goliath? i got to get in that locker room and read these guys the riot act. Oh, I agree with you there. It wasn't until Stahl actually did something. Uh, uh, and Stahl and Callahan, I mean, uh, Girardi also. But it took three games for them to even touch him. I mean, how many times did he have to stand in front of the crease? They're giving him love taps. Give Seriously. It a break. You know, I, I, I want to see... 
I want to see people who are going to be, well, it all starts, and again, I, I, I hate to harp on this, but, and as much as I was not a real big fan of Phil Esposito when he was a Ranger, one thing he said always, always has stuck in my head, and that is, you can take as many icings as you want if you're good at face-offs. If you're not good at face-offs, don't do it. And the Rangers are not good at face-offs. And the, the, the thing with McDonough the other night, I have to say this, and this is not making excuses, but I don't think McDonough is right. I don't think his shoulder is healed in the same way that I, I think Boyle is still suffering too. Um, how can somebody have a fully separated shoulder and be back in less than, what was it, four weeks? Um, there's something not right there with those two guys. And uh, Boyle was shanking shots, which leads me to believe that his wrist isn't really that well healed either. So, um, you know, for whatever it's worth, you can make excuses or not. All i got to say is somebody's got to stop those bastards in Uniondale. I, I, I just the other I just can't take it anymore. I feel like I could just scream. I could just scream like Captain Binghamton in, in McHale's Navy. That's what I see it. I watch it. I go, I could just scream. Okay. I know. I, I hear you on that one. I, I, but though if, the, if an Islander wins, does anybody hear it? I mean, really. <laughs> no, they, they see it on the fucking standings when they're number one, and these months oh, are going to be like, we're change. number one, we're number one. You know, I'm sick of it. I don't want to see it. And and somebody stick a pin in that goddamn balloon. It'll happen. It'll happen. Hopefully. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the Stanley Cup, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'll get the Uzis. Meet me in, on Hempstead Turnpike. Jesus. But would that be the most outrageous thing ever? And then, you know, or we could just stand there with signs saying, see in Brooklyn, folks. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right, Margaret. Well, ladies well, and gentlemen, you there you have it. According to Margaret Hurley, size does indeed matter. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> She wants him big. She wants him hard. She wants him shooting. I don't want people banging. There you go. All right, Margaret, are we going to see you at the viewing party in three weeks? I hope so. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to get some other calls in here. Thank you for calling. I hope you get it big and hard and everything else you want. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Margaret. It's getting to be goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Moving right along. Who else have we got here? 631974, you're on Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Who's this? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> What was the coastal bit we were doing yesterday? Me and you online. Oh. We <laughs> you were making deposits. I ain't got no bank account, Eddie. <laughs> you want hey, my deposit? <laughs> I'll give you $500 for a toaster. <laughs> I said, what do you think about a hot toaster? Oh, I'll deposit. 
<laughs> uh, fuck the FDIC. Take it, my cheddar. <laughs> you want to spend your hard-earned money on a checking account? Yeah, out, out of your mind. Yeah, out of your mind. See, I can laugh at this stuff. And uh, 2% on your, your interest? <laughs> I want my ass with that. <laughs> I want my ass. I can't. <laughs> anyway. Toaster. I'm over here now. <laughs> now I'm laughing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, so anyway, well, Costa, what's your anyway, diagnosis? Anyway, what's your diagnosis on this? My this, diagnosis? This, this, <laughs> this friggin' huh? Hank? Hank? Can have a swoon now and again, can't he? What what is the uh like uh uh fucking um I don't know like the Pope? Um, yeah, um, they had better audio on Apollo thirteen. What kind of phone are you? Where are you calling from? I feel like I'm talking to Jack Jim Lovell here. Sorry, hold on. All right, is that better? Oh, I gotta, you know, contact, contact Starfleet. Come on, I gotta get a horror over here to get your phone in to get a uh, to get a goddamn you know uh, communication from you here. All right, go. Like I said, Hank, Hank can have like a he, he's not allowed to have a uh, a bad game now and again. Come on, uh, uh, come, come down. Who said he can't have a bad game? Who said yeah, that? He had a bad, yeah, he had a bad game. He had a He's fucking had a bad game. Yeah, the well. problem is, the problem with this fan base is you say, oh, he didn't play that well last night, or he stunk, or he can't give up five goals, and they all go nuts on you. Oh, you ain't a real fan. Oh, you want to play Camp Talbot? Oh, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. <laughs> but Fan base, a bunch of a bunch of delusional yeah, uh, lunatics. Did he, did he hear the stats that Jim was reeling off? That's not a bad game. What was he? What was the save percentage? Nine five. Thirty first in the league. That's not a bad game. It's a bad season. Yeah, well. No. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, so, give me a remedy. Give me a remedy. Hey, we we only played four games for two weeks, so hopefully they'll 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 figure they'll figure it out. <laughs> they can't lose more than four games in two weeks. Not playing a lot. That's that's a good thing. It's a positive. I can take away from that. Maybe they should bring Connor Allen up. And first of all, I want to say, Rock made a good point. I think, I think that the the lack of contract negotiations with Zuccarello and Stahl is affecting them. Then get him out of here. <laughs> There's a new clip. Get him out of here. 
but the Ravens notoriously do not negotiate well with these guys. They let Anton Bye, get out of here, you bum. Uh, you know, Anton Strowman, I got to watch him play with Victor Hedman on the first line now. I'm going, yeah, all right. Really? I mean, why don't we sign Girardi? We should just sign Anton Strowman. Justin, Justin, uh, well, Justin just uh, said uh, the Rangers uh, don't negotiate with terrorists. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, anybody, anybody test free agency is a terrorist to the Rangers uh, organization. <laughs> Brian Boyle and Emma Colby. Oh, he he got that big role in Tampa. Did you notice he was playing the power play with Stamkos? Who? Boyle. You know, he left because he, he I'm being sarcastic, he left to, to play to get to, he wanted to have more playing time in Tampa. Yeah, he'll fuck himself. By the way, Girardi, in that game the other night, Girardi made Brian Boyle look like Alex Kovalev going around him. Boyle put a move on Girardi. Girardi was flailing, trying to hold on to his purse and his stick. Yeah, and the, and, and, the, and the worst part is we're stuck with that goddamn contract. No one's taking that contract. Nobody. And I think and I think he also has a no trade or no move on top of that. Guys. Uh, uh, no, that, 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 that's why that's why uh Mr. Magoo over there he, the, the game is passed him by, I think. Uh, I agree. I, I don't want to give and I certainly don't want to give Mark Stoll a five year, six billion dollar deal. Sorry, I, I can't. I can't really. Got, fault, we, I I can't really fault Sather for for giving Girardi the contract and the money when he did. I, nobody could have predicted. Uh, nobody could have predicted the, the uh, Girardi. I think uh, I didn't want it. his I game. You can go back with him. I did not want them to sign him. I just thought it was getting a little. Again, there was so much mileage put on him by Tortorella. That we saw a little bit of the decline before the, the, you know, the, you know, I just, I didn't want to do it. I don't want to commit to defensemen that I think have peaked and Stahl has peaked and he's got concussions issues. They can't, they can't commit that money. Well, let's put it this way. We have, we have at least three guys in the pipeline that can, that, that can, you know, maybe, or if you count McElrath, but I'm not holding my breath. We got we got Shane, we got Allen, we got Bodie, and we got maybe and maybe McElrath, maybe. So why why are we giving why are we give why are we going to give the farm to Stall when we got three other, at least three other guys, three young guys that can, that we can we can you know we can put in there. I don't, I don't. I mean. I mean. I mean. Why? Because he's. Because he's a stall. Oh. Ooh. He, he, <laughs> he, I mean, he's just. Ooh. He adds. He adds nothing offensively, and he's not a lockdown oh. defenseman. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, and he's got that. He's a concussion boy. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to deal with that headache. No pun intended. <laughs> And he's got the mops. And he'll soon that he's got ru- rubella. It sounds like some uh, like Medea's Medi- friend. Hey, Medea, this is my friend. This is your friend rubella. Anyway, sorry, started doing a little comedy there. All right, well, Costa, once again, an entertaining call. 
<laughs> you are live and in living color. And in Pollock, if you will. Yeah. All right, Costa. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, and I'll, I'll see you guys at the party, too. Uh, well, I'm doing the whole yeah. weekend, so. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be a rocket weekend. Weekend right. of Costa. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Viewing party. I'm going to give away a Kevin Klein autograph photo. Dylan McElrath and Rafael Diaz autographed cards. I mean, it's going to be quite a fun fest as I get rid of all my junk cards. Yeah, there you go. I'm better than John Moore. Why the hell did they get rid of me? (laughs) (sighs) Yes, uh, Percy's Tavern. Uh, 13th Avenue and uh, 13th and Avenue A in the city, December 20th. Get there around 5:30, 6 o'clock. Hosted by our own Colin Cosell. Uh, we're gonna have a great time. Drink specials, food specials. Uh, Jim, I Rangers ask- taking on. Yes, sir. I want to ask you. I saw you with a Ranger Blue Shirt Underground shirt on Facebook today. What's that all about? <clears throat> Mr. Catroni has one for you. He just needs your he needs your address, sir. Is he at my size? <clears throat> uh, I believe so. Well, so we'll be looking sharp at the viewing party. Leon is getting larger. It's <laughs> 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 uh, a message. My, uh, I'm down to an extra small. so anyway okay cool looks nice looks good yeah it's a it's a very comfortable shirt uh i i tried it on for the first time today it was a a good fit comfortable looking forward to wearing it at the viewing party teased it with a little picture on facebook there very nice very nice my travel plans have changed by the way i am not i am not driving i am flying oh because I thought you were going yeah. to you were going to drive cross country flying in, huh? Yeah, we had set. Yeah, changed the uh, changed it up last night. Decided to uh, fly in on the 18th. So just uh, two weeks from tomorrow, fly in on the 18th, and I will be here, be there until uh, New Year's Eve. <coughs> so wow. should Very be fun. Good. Should Very- be fun. We got the twentieth yeah, in the I'm city, twenty-first really, in the city. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we got to start really revving up, getting people to come down. It's, it's always a fun time. I mean, it's just crazy. Plus, I want to practice some chants that for the people who are going on the twenty-first to the game, we could come up with like our own chants. Now, uh, speaking you know. of that, I wanted to I wanted to put this out there to you and to the the masses, the millions listening around the world, those that will be with us on the 21st. And I will spread this amongst my family as well. I think that every time that dope starts the pot fan sucks whistle, I think we should just start chanting. Let's go Rangers. The minute he starts with his stupid whistle, we're at just the top of our lungs. Start screaming. Let's go Rangers. That or we could beat him up. Or we could beat them up. I mean, that would probably be easier. But then we wouldn't be able to see the game. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do. Let's go, Ray. As soon as we hear, 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 hear. Yeah, I, exactly. As I soon as we hear up. the first note, 
Let's go, Rangers. Oh, I like Cutter. Cutter coming in strong tonight. We should. Cutter says we should chant, get a fucking life. He's right. I like the way that guy's thinking tonight. Get a fucking life. Stop with the look at me. Cut, 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 say goodbye. Cut, 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 you don't cry. Do we have any more phone calls? Let's see what we have here. Um, I don't know who's... Some people are holding to listen. Let's check on this one. 347-609. Who's this? Dimitri. What's going on, guys? Dimitri! Dimitri. How are you, sir? Long time, no time. Well, it's been a little busy, busy of the summer, listening to you guys goof it up here. I was there, by the way, on Monday. It was was interesting. It was was painful. Um, Just a couple of thoughts. Yeah, it was painful. A couple of thoughts. The Anton Schallman comments you guys made. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I was calling it, uh, in the off season, uh, I was going to say that one's going to hurt, but we honestly haven't seen his replacement play much. Dan Boyle, come on. He's played what three games for us. The guy is jinxed, puts on that number 22 jersey and just goes to shit. Um, you know, he breaks his wrist, catches the flu. It's just, it's been a disaster. And, uh, don't even get me started on Mark Stahl. Um, if I swear to God, if Glenn Saylor gives him a $6 million contract per year, I might have to stop watching this team. It's it's getting to a point where it's just unbearable to watch the guy out there. It's unfortunate because he used to be one, I would probably say, the top defenseman on this team. <clears throat> and then all these injuries to his head, which isn't exactly his fault, just taking apart his uh, skill ability. And, he just uh, – go ahead. No, nah, I was just going to say at this point, yeah, you're right. And I, I don't think they're going – I don't think they've even talked to him. You, you hear nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing about contract talks with this guy. The only thing you hear about is agent came out and he said that he wants six and a half million per year, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, like what? What does he bring? He doesn't bring anything. And I think you guys are mentioning Girardi. I think he actually brings Girardi's play down because when those two are paired together, it's an absolute disaster. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's funny because you go back to the playoffs when they were playing the Penguins, and those two. Against Crosby, Crosby had no room on the ice. And I just I just don't get what is, you know, I don't know what happened this season. I don't know if it's the slow start. I don't know if it's the hangover from last year because I hate using that word because, yeah, they went to the finals, but you got to be ready to play. But, you know, every single game, it's it's one of those two getting caught. You said it yourself, Brian Boyle beats Dan Girardi around. Who, when is the last time Brian Boyle outskated anybody? It's just, and it, it's a problem with the team now. Yeah, Hank. Hank's having a terrible start to the season, and it seems like it's, it's a repeat. Oh, so how dare you, Dimitri? Oh, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. Give it <laughs> a I'm telling you. Um, but it's a problem when Kevin Klein and Matt. Nothing against Kevin Klein. That's how he's been playing amazing for us. I think Kevin Klein has been an amazing. One of the, probably, you know, the standout players this year. There's a problem with him and Matt Hunwick are your top two defensemen. And that's, you know, we should be thankful 11-9-4. I think you're right. I think if, if your most consistent defenseman are Matt Hunwick and Kevin Klein, this is a problem. He has three goals. Where where is you know, I get McDonough's shoulder, yeah, you know, he maybe but where is where's his production? And you know, I know you know, he's what suffered two potentially to, uh shoulder surgeries. Not shoulder surgeries, but shoulder injuries. But 
you know, he, he started out that last game with John Moore. What did he do to start playing with John Moore last game? Like, what, what, what is that punishment for? And I don't want to even start about John Moore because uh, that's just, you know, a head case on its own. Um, the only comment I'd probably disagree about is the, uh, the big centerman. I, I think, yeah, they're having problems at center in terms of face-off, but I think with Derek Broussard, he's, what is he, almost at 20 points, and Stephon's averaging a point a game. You know, could we have asked for more? Do people want Richards back on the second line? Yeah, uh, I uh, I disagreed with Margaret on that too because I I think Kevin Nash, not Kevin Nash, Kevin Hayes. Sound like Sam Rosen? Yeah, really, Kevin Hayes. I like what I see from Kevin Hayes, uh, and you know he's learning the game, and I like the way he takes the puck to that. He's big, and I think he will be able to use his body. I, I don't understand. I think they're all right at center. Uh, yeah, I just think it's, you know, they can't win face-offs. You know, this team was never a strong face-off team, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, it's – look at – and you mentioned Kevin Hayes. He's playing with Carl Hagelin and his other winger every single game rotates. He doesn't have a consistent right. other winger. So, yeah, he's he's playing out of his mind. It's just I – don't, I don't know what it is. You know, you look at A.V.'s track record, every single team he's coached has started out slow out of the gate, and I don't want to use that excuse. Um, but, you know – It's a trend. The it same is. trend with Hank being slow out of the gate, too. I mean, you know. How dare yeah. you? Yeah, you can't say that. Come on. You, you know, you're going to have the Talbot, you know. I, I love You're Talbot. not a fan. Just, yeah, I'm not a, you're not a fan. And I got on some guy last game. Who, uh, you know, I got on some guy last game because he was going on about it. He was going on about how Cam Talbot being the superstar of the team. And oh, it was probably his third boy. game. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was it was interesting. He was also wearing a Callahan jersey, so nothing against Callahan, but you know, it's you know it's the fun. enemy now. That's right. He's, and you know, I I love Callahan, and people are going to get down on me for this. And I, you know, he did a lot for this team. But you know, Ryan Callahan, we can all support him, cheer him to a point. Ryan Callahan never won anything for this team. He was a great captain. He never won anything for this team, and he took this his five like and a half. Ma- this is Dimitri's mantra. He, he is telling. the firm believer. They never won any. He said this the last phone call, I remember. I'm telling you. He, he has never won it. And, you know, he took his $5.5 million in Tampa because he even said himself, taxes are lower, much lower out there. Um, oh, God. You know, it's, he never won anything. And for the love of God, I was there. I, I was yelling at Mark Stahl. He needs to take his skirt off and start hitting people because I cannot stand watching him out there on the penalty kill letting Ryan Callahan – have a conversation with Henrik Lundqvist in the crease when he's just standing there and Mark Stahl is tapping in his shin guards. It's, it's yeah. unbearable to watch. Um, Even Girardi you know, was love tapping him that one game. Well, I don't, and I don't get it. I don't get it. And, you know, Girardi, you watch those two uh, in the offensive zone. How many times, and I want you guys to watch this every game, how many times do those guys shoot into the opposing team's shin guards? I don't, oh think, they are, I don't think they're able to get a shot through on that if they had an empty net. It, it's just I said it to my wife last game. Yeah. Girardi was winding up a block. I said it before he even shot it. Put him yeah, on the power play. Yeah. I don't still don't get that. It, I still it, will never get that. I honestly think it might be something. I always joke around like he must have a clause in his contract that forces AV to play him on the power play because it <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. Um, but you know we oh, can't panic. Lot. Can't panic. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not panicking because I've seen good things, but the bad things are not being able to hold on to a lead, which 
they've totally folded. They they really should be a lot better. They deserved a better fate in that Tampa game, but they blew it themselves. They you know, did. people want to find bad calls on the refs, this and that. That's all inconsequential to me. There's bad calls every night in hockey. Yeah, you know, you, you, you can't shit the bed in big spots. And I just see defensemen making unforced errors, turning the puck over. The goaltender giving up goals. Just horrible. horrible. You bet. The only thing you could hope for at this point is just, well, not hope. You know, they, they've shown that they can play at a high level. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's at least. Dimitri's house is about to be raided. I'm telling you, it's the riots outside the house. Come on. You guys aren't experienced. <laughs> Wait, what do you live in Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn's not happy with the decision today, but we're not going to get into that. Um, uh, like I said, it's only a matter of time. At least it's not effort, because when I hear that that excuse and the stupid closed door meetings about effort, I want to punch a hole in my wall. Because you're a pretty professional. Um, you can't give 100 percent. You don't deserve to be in the league. Um, I thought the not... effort was there against Tampa. I really thought the effort was there. They peppered Ben Bishop again with some really crazy shots, but this guy, they just he's got their number. He's eight and zero. Against them, and it was an effort against them. It was just he made some timely saves at the right time, and unfortunately, you know, Hank couldn't. And I'm not gonna, like I said, Hank's off to a slow start, but I'm not gonna get on him and you know get on this like burning Hank jersey, you know, streak that everybody's on. Um, you know, ooh. exactly. Ooh. Um, ooh. If if this continues in January, February, we might have a reason to panic. Um, but you know, we've we've seen otherwise that it's you know to believe that it it shouldn't. Nice. Well, yeah, I think you just got the highest praise uh, ever given to a caller. Somebody in the chat room said, a guy on this show with some sense. As, a par- <laughs> as opposed to all the other people we ever had on this show who made absolutely no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, the comment came from Justin, so you got to consider the source there when you're talking <laughs> about sense. That's true. Uh, I'll probably see you guys on the 20th, though. Um, and one yes. last comment. Everybody panicking about Lundqvist, but he could be uh, he could be Mark Andre five hole in November, and let Mark Andre five hole beat you know himself in the playoffs, and we'll just switch it up there. But uh, I'll let you guys absolutely. I let you guys yeah, I, I think time will time will be the cure for the Rangers. I think if there is going to be a cure, it'll work itself out. And you know that they're still, you know, they're still above five hundred. They're still hanging in there. They just got a lot of just a lot of work to do. There's luckily for them, their division isn't the best either. So you know, you look at the next team behind it's the Capitals, and nothing against the Capitals and the Devils and you know all the other teams, but you know we're lucky at that point. If we were any division, we would be in trouble at this point. Devils are over. Didn't Yager oh, yeah. get the concussion yesterday? And, oh, something yeah. happened. But if it was Crosby, that would have been thrown out of the league. Yeah, elbow today, pretty good. Yeah. He skated out. He got up and skated off though. To his credit, I didn't think I'm surprised he got up. Yeah, that big fat check head. Gomez brought up him. You guys talk about that. The Gomez uh, Yager day. Oh yeah. Just bring Shanahan down from the uh, NHL office and have that line together. Yeah. Bobby Holy will be back soon. Stop it. See that? See you went too far. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dimitri. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. Take, Take care. care. You too. Yep. Bye. All right. Uh, let's see. We got uh, uh, it's Margaret on hold still. 
How he's listening on the phone. I think, I believe, 519. Is this Cutsy? You betcha it is. Oh, boy. Live from what you Kitchener, got- Ontario. Yes. That's right. Now, Kitchener was- in your bitchiner. What do you it got to say was, for yourself, uh, Cutsy? Well, I was going to say, before Cutsy speaks, he's the one that posted the article about Brian Burke in the uh, Blue Shirt Underground Facebook page that got me all crazy. Yes. And and uh, and I'm glad he did that because I have a surprise yes. for Cutsy. I'd like to make an announcement on this show. Wow. Well, hold on. Let's get some let's get some fanfare going here. I didn't know we had announcements. What do we what do we got here? Yep. Here, this is always good. Due to popular demand and many requests, my Ranger Crisis videos and website will regain its streaming. I'm gonna be doing some more videos and uh doing the website as well. So the mouth will return. Uh, okay. What do you think about that, Cutsy? Well, am I the reason why you are going back to do your Ranger Crisis, Geico? Uh, one of the reasons, yes. You're one of the devotees, one of the big uh, fans of the show, uh, uh, of the Ranger Crisis. You certainly were there from the beginning, and you have always been a supporter. Um, I also got a Facebook message from a gentleman. I'm trying to find it here. Uh, let me see. By This guy, Peter J. Fox. Uh uh, Peter Fox, um, he works for, uh, believe it or not, uh, let's see here, he works for Fox. He is a guest analyst and film entertainment mogul. And he says, hi, I am Peter Fox, huge lifelong Ranger fan. I'm just wondering if you were connected with the wonderful, always entertaining Ranger Crisis YouTube broadcast. If not, sorry to bother you, go Rangers. P. Fox. Yes, Peter, I am the only one and only mouth who did all those Ranger Crisis videos all those years ago. I am glad you enjoyed them. I've been actually thinking of doing some new ones. I am glad that you enjoyed them. Please bring them back. I have seen every one of them. In addition to being a, a wealth of a nation for diehard Boosie shirt fans, they are funny as hell. I certainly miss the updates and hope they come back soon. MSG should hire you as a commentator or a segment guy. Thanks for writing. Sincerely, P5. So, by popular demand, uh, and uh, so that's it. So, Cutter, they will be coming back. I am uh, working on the new opening as we speak. So, I would probably say next week there will be a new one coming out. Follow it. So, uh, what do you have to share with us tonight? Well, I know it's been a long time since I've called in and all that, but stupid work and, you know, other topics have ruined me. But I've, I actually have had a good day today. And you, and you know why? Why? Well, I, I went to this um, 
bookstore slash DVD store in Kitchener, and I managed to pick up I managed to pick up a few items, and I picked up the Kitchener Rangers history book, and I also picked up, unbelievably, um, the last Gladiators for Chris Nyland, former Ranger, of course. Oh wow! Former guest of the show. Yeah. Now, what's the name of this book? The book. Yeah. The Last Gladiator. The Last no. Gladiator? How? No, it's a DVD, actually. Oh, it's oh. a DVD. I thought yeah, he said book. No, oh. yeah, I, I, I didn't specify it. Sorry. It's now, on Netflix. What is, this, what is this? What is this movie about? Well, I got the DVD in front of me. It says that. Some Academy Awarding director, Alex Gibney, takes an unprecedented look at the NHL's most feared enforcers and explain, explores excuse me, the career of Chris Beckles Dylan. What are you running a marathon over there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I okay. I know. I talk so, sometimes. All right. Okay. Well, that's not bad. I'll have to uh, download that on uh, Netflix or whatever they do with these fancy computers today, or your Roku and your Roku and your Bluetooth. So, uh, all right, well, that's pretty good. So you had a good, you got a little hockey stash today. That's good. Anytime you can find some hockey stuff, it's good. You got to get that 100 grades, not 100 grades book, the uh, 100 things 100. Ranger fans should know and do before they die. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. I have that book. I want it. When Cohan um, had it on one of his podcasts. Ah, one of those Cohan brothers. <laughs> yeah, Cohan. Uh, um, By the way, I am told that 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 reminds me. I'm glad you brought that up. I am told that uh, Russ Cohan and Adam Raydare will uh, be providing us a copy of the book to give away at our viewing party. Oh. And uh, now, with any luck, they'll sign it, and then you and I can sign it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Adam Reindeer and uh, <laughs> uh, Russ Cohen. Cohen. George M. Cohen. <laughs> Arthur Cohen Doyle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else, Cutsy? Well, I'm not giving up on the I don't care. My jokes don't go over, I don't care. <laughs> Michael, Sorry. No, that was actually a clip Jim was playing. <laughs> it does, it does sound like me, though. It does sound a little like me, like one of my voices. Does. Do I have something else? Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, okay. It's okay. You guys, you guys are still in the one. I mean, don't, don't, don't push the planet button yet. I mean... No, just we're because, just concerned. Yeah, I know you're concerned. I mean... I mean, my Leafs beat you guys twice. I didn't want that to happen the second time. Trust me. Don't don't tell me what to do. This show <laughs> this show wouldn't exist if there was no panic button. Okay. Right. Hey, what happened? All right, uh, Cutter. Uh, we've got the mama. We've got to go. Uh, I got a fruit roll-up with my name on it. He's <laughs> <laughs> got an Elio's pizza. He's dying to bake up. Uh, All right, cutsy. I just want to tell you, Eddie and Jim, that I'm going to put my 100 Ranger gr- things on YouTube one of these days. 
Oh, that'd be great. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. All right. All right. Cutsy, we love you. Take care. Take care, brother, man. All right. The one and only Cutsy. You got a fruit roll up and an Elio's pizza. It's going to be a hell of a night. I got to tell you. Okay. Well, we tried right. to make sense of this whole defense and uh, thing. We tried to give you some answers. I think we provided them, and uh, you guys are great as always. And that's it for me. Play us out. All right. Anything else? That's it. We'll see you guys next week. We've got a crazy schedule. It's like they're off for till Saturday, then they play Monday, then I think they're off for three weeks, then they take the Olympic break. Then there's a roller derby tournament at the garden, and they can't. I don't know. We'll see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody.